Welcome to the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. All right, welcome to our podcast episode today. We're going to be chatting about why you're not motivated to create the art that you love. So it's a bit of a funny topic um, and we're still sort of racking our brain for a good name for this episode. Um, So perhaps in the actual podcast listing, it will be listed as a slightly different topic, but that's okay. You know what we're getting at here. So what do you think, Laura? Why did we come to this topic for today? I was re-listening to our previous podcast episodes and we set a challenge for ourselves. I think it was episode five and I wanted to make space for my personal art practice and it was art for art's sake and I decided that I was going to do some guided drawing for my own sort of ritual and my own you know, sort of creating a little space for myself in the week. And I think we've just had the summer holidays and um, I sort of wrapped up some of my client sessions. I had a little bit of a break and then all of these other things sort of got in the way. I was hosting my grandma um, at my house and we had different family obligations and I think because restrictions sort of eased for us getting back to social engagements and just life things picking up life and then that sort of commitment to myself and commitment to my practice fell off um and yeah we were just sort of wanting to like dig in a little bit deeper and find out maybe why that has happened um and I'd been contemplating myself like is it artist block or is it fear or procrastination or like what what is coming up when we're not feeling motivated to make art and we're not dedicating to the practice that we know we get so many benefits from. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, you're mentioning that all of these beautiful things that you've been doing instead, right? So it's not like you've been sitting on the couch blobbing or anything like that. You've been doing things that fill your cup in other ways. Um, And also things, you know, like making the most of the weather, for example. So things like that, that really are worthwhile, you know, taking advantage of. Yeah. So I guess we wanted to talk about, yeah, that line between knowing whether those those excuses it sounds bad I don't mean it that way but those other activities that are distracting you from your art are okay or whether you're actually using them as a bit of an excuse um, and whether then it's a form of procrastination and also self-sabotage so yeah really interesting to look at because I made a promise to you as well Laura that I would make my art on did I say Thursday or Friday morning I think and I think I had I, I think I had one Thursday session and then I did make more, but it just wasn't in that particular time. So I did a lot more painting in the evenings and some like artworks that I'm happy with came out of that. Um, so thank you very much, Laura, for motivating me. Um, but yeah, I think with summer, you know, kids home, just everything went a little bit. It was just what's the word? Not routine. I certainly was not in a routine. (laughs) Um, And also with COVID sort of 
um, keeping everyone on their toes as well. That was another added element in there. But um, it did make me a little bit sad. Like I felt like I needed my art time um, and I wasn't getting it. So I don't know. What do you think? I think it could be a change up in routine. And I think it definitely was for me. I think I was really spending time enjoying nature, going swimming at the lake, the sunshine, gardening, doing things at home, cleaning up. I was really prioritizing something else and I was okay with that. I felt okay. I was going to ask, yeah, so how did that feel? Did that feel good? Did you feel bad that you weren't making art? Um, also just as an, as an added element, did you feel bad that you weren't doing what you had promised to do? Laura, I'm looking at you. No, I'm just joking. No, but I just, just wanting to dive into that. Like, did, was there any of that or were you just 100% in the zone and happy? There were twinges of guilt because I knew that we had made that commitment and recorded it on audio and put it out there into the world. And I know like, you know, it's sort of that accountability thing. So I knew that the next time that I spoke to you that I would have to admit that I hadn't kept up my regular practice. But I did check in on you, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you In did. between, I did SMS <laughs> to go, how's your Friday mornings going? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's tricky, isn't it? Don't worry about me in that regard, <laughs> Laura, just so you know. Um, the only reason I help you know help with these sorts of things is to help you so don't don't ever feel guilty from you know because of my side of things no I know that you're always kind and nurturing yeah. <laughs> and you'll always support me in that that's okay like I, you, I know Good. that but it's sort of my own standards um but I was also thinking that like maybe I haven't found what works for me yet So intellectually in my mind, I thought I've got this space, it's Friday, but maybe for the way that I work as a creative, it needs to look a little bit different for me. Maybe I need a little bit more of a structure because I know I perform really well when I have like a goal to work towards. For example, my exhibitions, I knew that there was a deadline and I had to do a certain amount of tasks to produce the amount of works and the quality of works that I wanted to. But I also want to be a bit more free with it and not be so structured in a way. So this is all an experiment. Like I'm sort of like this is in real time recording my ups and downs and struggles and just trying to figure out how I can make a beautiful time to, you know, um, make time to nurture my own personal art practice in the busyness of everything else that's going on in my life. And I think lots of people could relate, like we've all got lots of things happening and different things that sort of pop up and draw our attention from time to time. But how can we go back to um, nurturing ourselves and and doing the things that we love and we know that we get so many benefits from. All right, I've got one for you. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think for me, I often won't do my painting work 
when I'm at a point in my painting process, when I'm working through a particular artwork or a few artworks at the same time, and I've hit a hard point. And it's actually hard work because I often talk about the messy middle of it, you know, the process, the painting process. And when you're in that, when I'm in that middle, I'm always trying to just analyze my work, work out what's working in it, what's not working in it, deciding on next steps. And also I'm having to be brave and take risks that feel like I might then destroy my artwork um, if I make the wrong mark. So I know, I know academically what's going on, um, but that's more of an emotional thing as well. So I think that's a bit of a block for me. And I've heard before, you know, the concept that you've got to do it anyway. So just, just, you've got to make it a habit. You know, you, your art making and your painting needs to be a habit, no matter what state you're in, no matter if the conditions are, aren't, aren't just right. Um, no matter if it, you're in that messy middle of your painting process, you've just got to do it anyway. But yeah, I just noticed in thinking about this episode today, um, yeah, I noticed that's definitely an element at play. And maybe if you're listening today, um, you're experiencing something like that or you have before. Can I ask, in the past, how do you get over that messy middle? Like what have you done to like get yourself to the other it's, it's just that. It's just analysis. So gentle analysis. So I've finally, I'm so excited, I've finally got an armchair in my studio so I can sit there and just look at my artworks, um, not in a high pressure, what am I going to do next sort of a way, but just I can be in the space with them and I can just be paying attention to what that artwork needs me to add next um, and I'm I'm so much better at it now than I used to be um, but it still is a bit of a block it's probably is there such a thing as like a habitual block like because that was such a big block for me years ago is that possible that it's still a, a for like a type of block today because I'm used to it being a block does that make sense well could you see it as maybe not a block and part of your creative process because maybe you need that sort of incubation time for a work to, to become complete like ma- oh my goodness talking <laughs> sorry. sorry two things i've got two thoughts at the same time so one is i'm way better at it now so it's okay but i definitely do have that little moment where i'm like okay am i ready to go back to those artworks you know am i ready to address whatever needs to happen next but the other one i wanted to mention and i don't know if you've seen it on instagram but there's a 10 second art challenge going around and i'm just like nah that's not me i just can't do it like (laughs) i know my process is a longer process you know i can't i can't just whack out a piece of art in 10 minutes i would not be anywhere near happy with it Um, But yeah, I just thought it was quite, quite interesting, quite a contrast. (laughs) Hmm. How long does it take you to make an art piece of art? What's your range? It depends. Because I know, you know. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it depends what I'm creating. If it's something Mm. a bit more complex that I've sort of got um, structural or, um, you know, figurative like elements like leaves or different things and then I've got the block out technique then that takes a fair bit of time. But then if it's more of like the fluid, um, what I call inkscape sort of things, like that comes together quicker. Um, But then in saying that, like I've got a few that are sitting here and I haven't touched for months and it is in that incubation. (laughs) It's 
I'm sort of at that point that you were talking about before. It's like adding those extra marks to complete and bring the piece together. But it is like a little bit of um, fear around making the wrong marks. But and it's hard. Yeah. Let's just face it. Like that's what I go, Roz. You're just lazy. Like you're afraid of hard work here. Like <laughs> it's hard that stage. Like it's it takes bravery and um, yeah and effort too. So yeah, I understand. But I think it's okay too. Like I think it's okay just to sort of let things sit and simmer for a while. Um, it just depends. Like if you need to get it done, like if it was a commission that you needed to complete, like you probably would complete it or if it had to go to a gallery or a retailer. Hello, hello, it's Roz here. I just had to interrupt our episode to let you know about my free Facebook community for creatives. Yes, yes, I know it's on Facebook and Facebook does have its downsides, but it is a great way to meet other creatives and join communities of like-minded people. So if you would like to join our group, you are so incredibly welcome and we cannot wait to meet you. Come and search for us under Permission to Paint Free Community. See you there then I feel like, yeah, so if there was that external sort of um, deadline, then I think that you could get it over the line. But I think that what we're more talking about is that because because there is no sort of external um, person that sort of needs the work completed, it's on our own backs to self-motivate. It's more to do with the self side of things and the self worth side of things. So making art just for you rather than art for others um, is a really difficult thing. It's like, no, no, no. It's the same as exercise. It's the same as eating healthily. It's all of those things. It's like, no, 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 it's okay. I can have that extra slice of cake or no, 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 it's okay. I won't go for my walk today. It's so similar to that, I think. Yeah, definitely. So it is about prioritizing prioritization and where your um, motivation lies in terms of like working towards your goals and what is important to you. So um, like in terms of let's talk about the exercise piece, um, I have been very focused and I've never been very focused in my life about um, getting fitter and stronger because I want to get quite fit for holding a pregnancy so that is my motivator at the moment and I've been walking almost every day not not every not every single day I've had one or two days off but yeah I have been really dedicated to that so maybe that's why the art has sort of shifted because I have been like focusing on that and setting new habits around that so I wonder if I could translate it to the art if that's something I want to sort of um, create new habits around next yeah I think there is a lot to do with habit forming and then also that I don't I don't think it's very easy to form multiple habits at the same time so if you're putting all of your energy into your exercising I shouldn't say all of your energy but if you're putting a lot of energy into forming that as a habit um, that's enough for a period of time you know and then you can start to add your art back into that because I think you know babies very you know if that's part of your future and that's your goal then that's incredibly important so 
It's because, yeah, I know you're already kind to yourself, Laura, but I was just going to say, be kind to yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But it's good to analyze maybe the, the reasons why we're not doing what we say that we're going to do and sort of like digging into that a little bit deeper, but then looking at it uh, with a sense of kindness towards yourself. Um, but is if there is that friction, like what can you do to change that? Like how can you make that more comfortable for yourself and would it be creating some new structures in life and, and, and creating new habits if that's important to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, So I'm trying to think um, of a list of actions for people who are listening um, and how they can help themselves to either, well, to firstly analyze why they're having like a little bit of a pause in their creative practice um, and then how to overcome that. Um, And the first thing I've written down and happy to workshop this with the one with you is blocking in some time in your calendar because that's what we tried to do, right? right? Mm-hmm. But then we came across life, <laughs> you know, all the rest of life. Um, and that didn't end up working for us. Why didn't it work? And how can we <laughs> make it work in the future? <laughs> I I think that it didn't work for me because we were sort of um, coming to into summer. Um, there were other commitments that I had to fulfill and then my routine changed. But I feel like a sense of routine is returning to my life right now and then I will sort of have similar commitments every week and then I will be able to put that into my calendar again. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you think the calendar will work for you? I think so. It was so. more about the timing yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was the and the, the priorities. It was the timing, and it probably is the priorities. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. What about right. for you? So I'm not pulling. I'm not pulling you apart. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of our listeners mm-hmm. <laughs> and how they can um, sort of apply this this to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, why did it fall off? I think I'm not good at prioritizing myself. Um, mm-hmm. So it whilst I put it in the calendar because we had discussed it Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to stay true to that promise, Mm -hmm. um, I think I just put so much of my energy into, you know, my clients and my customers and my kids Mm -hmm. and everything else. But then this is the question is where is that line? Like how much am I deep in my psyche? How much am I using that as an excuse not to do the hard work? Mm -hmm. Because we talked about that before the the hard work of the messy middle. Um, So yes. So I think, (laughs) I think lots of people could relate to not prioritizing themselves. And let's have a little think about now how that could be Um, switched around I think maybe journaling is quite helpful for you and maybe doing some journaling around the benefits of making that time how you feel when you you've created that space for yourself to create so really anchoring in to what that practice means to you, why it's important 
and then the feelings attached to that creative space and maybe even um, some, because if there is personal blocks around that, maybe making some I am statements. So um, what, what, like I am, I am making time for myself and I am, I am important and you're going to make me cry <laughs> now. Stop it. <laughs> um, is it, it's around worthiness, isn't it? So I am, um, I am worthy or. Yeah, I guess or like worthy of, um, yeah, having space that's just for me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but anyway, don't you love it? <laughs> don't you love this, Laura? Because like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I always talk to my beautiful, you know, students and my people within my membership as well about making this time for themselves. But then this is so typical, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to do that then for yourself. Uh, you know, it's easier to support others to do that. As a teacher and facilitator, I feel like that's a I'm in a similar point too because I'm always mm-hmm. so great at showing up for others and leading and inspiring and making that commitment to like sort of fostering their creative practice but then mine has fallen mm-hmm. off and I think that this is probably going to be a, a common thread through this podcast like through probably the next 12 months as we sort of like discover how we can balance both and give back to ourselves as mm. well as helping to sort of guide and, yeah, and helping others mm. as well. Mm. Mm. We'll do it. Yeah. We're magical. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. So I've got on my list. Um, so prioritization basically of our creative time. Okay. So I had blocking it in your calendar as a number one option, but then there are some other things that might help people to then action that. So you had journaling the why, Mm. um, so why you like to make art for yourself um, and the emotions around that um, and the feelings around that. And then you had the suggestion of creating a few I am sort of affirmation style statements um, that will give you more permission as well to create just for your own benefit. Um, And then another slightly more practical one I wanted to add on there was this whole concept of um, basically habit building. So I'm doing this habit stacking thing at the moment. I'm not being amazing at it, but just for example, just drinking one glass of water every single morning. And then the next one is I'm meant to be going for a walk every morning. So I'm waiting for that to happen, but (laughs) soon enough. Um, So you could do the same sort of thing with your art as well, I think. Um, So promise to create something every morning or evening, whenever it is for five to 10 minutes. So keep it really small, really manageable, um, but create a habit out of it. That's another one that I thought that I could integrate as well into my own habit stacking. And then other people who are listening might want to do that as well. What about for the people that get really scared when you talk about creating every single day? like me (laughs) maybe we're not yeah no that's okay this is good so I'm not thinking so this is just a concept but I'm not thinking that you would be creating a whole artwork every day but you would be doing something artistic every day so you'd have paper or canvas pen or text even if you're just doodling um doing some dots doing something in your journal you know your art journal um that's more what I was thinking okay I feel like 
if I was going to apply that in my life, I would start and then Cry. I'd fall off. I'd fall <laughs> no. off. I'd fall off the wagon. You'd fall off. Yeah. yeah. This is a whole thing because I don't know if you noticed, but I've started running art challenges within my free Facebook group. Um, and I know that vibe, you know, you get started and you're really, really positive and you're just going to do it. You're going to do 21 days. You're going to do it perfectly. You've got the time in your calendar, <laughs> seven till 8 PM every single night, da, 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 you know, and then you do three artworks and then you miss the next one and then you're like oh that's it stuff it I've failed Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know that vibe is that what you mean yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah. 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 but um I think that figuring out how you work best with certain like sort of parameters um Mm. is probably the best way to do it so like for me I think once a week is probably a good starting point and I know for others, it I think could I'm be just, it. yeah, I'm just trying to get across the concept of a, of a habit. I wonder if there's a way to build a habit. So say you want to do it once a week on a, what day did you say? Thursday or no, Friday or Saturday morning, right? Mm-hmm. So say you want to do it every Friday or Saturday morning. Is there a way, whilst it's not every day, because I think they say habit building is best done over three weeks on a daily basis, apparently. But um, if you did it every Friday or Saturday morning, but you added to that habit, so it's like more of a ritual. So you would also have a cup of a certain type of tea. You'd also light a certain candle. You'd also put on a certain playlist, for example, on Spotify. You know, something like that to actually create a habit and a even like, you know, a ritual or, a, you know, special sacred time around that. Mm-hmm. wonder if that would help. I think that would. I think that's sort of resonating with me. And because I, like you were talking about habit stacking, um, because I have been walking around the lake recently, like every day. Um, so adding that into my routine. So I would go for a walk, then I'd come back on a Friday, come back, set up my little ritual, like you were talking about, specific playlist, cup, a cup of peppermint tea and, and then my art journal and maybe, maybe carve out that time for myself and and perhaps also have no expectations Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in regards to an output you know yeah you could even put a timer on I think I've mentioned it before there's another artist that I've heard before on another podcast called Fiona Chandler and she talked about um, having a timer for two hours every single day so for two hours every single day she'd create her art and if she didn't do two hours on one day the next day she needed to do four and she's a very very busy person I think she's got three or more children um she runs an art gallery and she's also a full-time artist but that is her promise and she she times it so um I like that idea but I don't know I did talk about doing this before but two hours feels like a lot I think my girls are still too young maybe two hours is too long I think something Mm. much smaller. I'd love to, but... No, much smaller. I think 10, Mm. 20 minutes, like that's... Mm. That's realistic. More achievable. Yeah, definitely. That then perhaps becomes a little bit like the, you know, I'm just going to go for a five-minute walk around the block scenario. And then you start walking and you just go, oh, actually, I'm just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. 
because this is fun and I like this and my body's starting to get into the rhythm and the fresh air is lovely and I can hear the birds or whatever it is. So yeah, mm, interesting. It's a matter of just getting started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And being kind to yourself because I think so you, during my recent challenge that I ran, um, I did have like a little live within the group to talk about um, that whole concept, the concept, the all or nothing thinking um which i've been guilty of before so that whole bandwagon thing i'm not sure if you've ever done all that um you know the dieting things when you're a bit younger um and like going really hard on something and doing it really well like i did weight watchers years ago and then i did something else i did i quit sugar a few years later um and commit fully and then that feeling of coming off the bandwagon and it's like i'm just now I can't get back on. I'm off. This is all stuffed. Where's the cake, you know? <laughs> so I think it's just, I'm just trying to think about, um, yeah, how to help people over those hurdles in a kind way, because we're not perfect. We're not machines. Um, we have emotions and I'm learning a whole lot more about, you know, all this planetary stuff as well. So sometimes it's just not a period to be super creative. Sometimes we need to rest and recover. Um, so, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. It's not as, we're not, you know, as mechanical as sometimes we think we should be. Well, should we see how this all unfolds for us? So we can communicate, um, a, a plan next week, next week, perhaps. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, before we go, I actually wanted to share with you a um, review that we received on Apple Podcasts as well. We received an absolutely beautiful review from the lovely Isabel. She said, hi, Ros and Laura. Thank you so much for all the expertise and experience you share with your listeners on the podcast. Your friendly chatty style makes me feel like I'm sitting at the table having a cuppa with you as you delve into topics that are relevant to so many artists and creators spirits whether established or emerging looking forward to tuning in for the next installment love isabel um and she is on instagram so if you would like to show her a little bit of support that would be amazing her tag is that what you call it her tag is gaverni underscore 27 i will spell it for you g-i-v-e-r-n-y underscore two seven thanks so much isabel that means a whole lot to us all right there we go that was our first sharing of a review so it was a little bit a little bit clunky everybody apologies (laughs) we got there (laughs) thank you so much for listening you can hear from us again in one fortnight it was a pleasure having you if you would like to score yourself some extra good happy happy karma please leave us a review on apple Podcasts because we would love to hear it from you and also we would love to share um live within our podcast to give you a little bit of promo thanks guys (music) 